This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. Alrighty, so we are back. Uh, just a few things from other sports we don't really cover. Hockey started today. Uh, me being a Chicago Blackhawks fan, uh, then we have Luke being America's team, he calls it, uh, Islanders fan. Is yep. that right? Yep. And then we got Jack supporting the Seattle Kraken, the old crackhead. Um, yeah, I highly doubt we go over hockey at all, but we might at like the end of episodes, just like if something important goes down. Uh, but I mean, in other sports, Jared Smith is back. Uh, he shot 12 over par in his first round of 18 and then eight over in his next. Uh, he plays for North Carolina A&T, um, I did, or A&M, whatever. I don't know. A&T. I didn't even think they had a fucking golf team, but uh, at least he kept his shirt on. And That's then, where Drew uh, Cohen's from. What? Tariq Cohen's from North Carolina, A&T. It's a fair fact for you. And then Deontay Wilder got knocked the fuck out in probably the best boxing match I've ever seen. I ended up, like, bootlegging it uh, the next day. And uh, uh, Tyson Fury is just the most electric person fighting right now since McGregor's pretty much out. It's unbelie- unbelievable fight. You guys probably saw highlights on Instagram. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to touch, uh, touch in on anything that I just brought up, uh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, just I didn't watch the fight either, but I watched, like, highlights of it after on YouTube, and, yeah, it was crazy. It looked like it was over, like, four or five times during the fight, and then they both got back up and still were throwing haymakers at each other. While there was no stamina at all, <laughs> there was no chance he could make it that long, and he didn't. So, yeah, otherwise, that's all I got to say on that. I'd say Fury winning – isn't even the most impressive thing. It's that he fucking went to the club straight after with Steve <laughs> Bioki and just started raving, you know? Like, you got to – like, everyone says you got to have good balance in your life, and that's the definition of it, is beating ass and then fucking raging at the club. Well, what, else, King. what else helps with balance for Fury is them nice fucking love handles he's got. And I love how when he was at the club, he had his shirt off and he just had like a beard in his hand or whatever. It just <laughs> he don't give a fuck. Other than him being like fucking six foot nine, how many hundreds of pounds? Like you would never think he's like a the best boxer in the world right now. But yeah, yeah uh, he's not in the physical shape for it, but gets it done. Um, so there's two people in this world: ones who are on a hot streak and ones who are due for one. Uh, for my who's due, I mean, my who's hot, I have uh, former Cubs players. Uh, let me pull up this stat real quick. Right now are absolutely fucking raking. Um, I think they're batting 430. All right, here, I got it right here. In 10 games, they have 30 at-bats, batting 433, uh, 13 hits, 6 homers, 9 runs. Uh, this is between Rizzo, Brian, Schwartz, Peterson. And then this wasn't even counting for last night. Uh Bryant went one for three. Schwarber uh, based on balls, and then he brought in a run. And then uh, Jock Peterson with a three-run bomb that won them the game pretty much. Uh, yeah, the Cubs players are absolutely raking right now. Good thing Javi's not in the playoffs. That'd bring that average down. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, that's fair. I was just actually about to bring up Javi. But, uh, yeah, it definitely looks better for the average without him batting. Yeah. <laughs> And then for my who's due, I have uh, Sunday commercials. I just haven't seen them. So that was a good one, Joe. It was really good. Um, my who's hot? I think it's time. Iowa. 
They're rolling 12 in a row since la- going into last year. Second in FBS, like second high, like most consecutive wins behind Oklahoma in the FBS. So, yeah, they're killing it right now, 6-0, and ranked number two. We'll see how it uh, keep, continues this year. It should be fine, but you never know. It's college football's crazy year so far already, so anything can happen. But, yeah, so far they're one of the hottest teams in college football right now. And then do I'm going to go with the Jags. This is the week they play Miami in London. So I don't think Miami's a good football team at all. They look good the last two games they've played, and Trevor's looking a lot better than he has been. And I, I think they win the they win this week, and it's going to be – this is their time. They get a win. Probably won't win a game the rest of the year, but you can get one this week, I believe. All right. So for my who's hot and who's due, my hot is field stormings. Um, pretty hot commodity over this past weekend. Um Obviously, Iowa stormed the field after the win. A little bit controversial, but I can see why you did it. Not at all. We'll get there. Oh, <laughs> you have some fucking we'll, work we'll before get, you we'll lose. All right. Well, uh, um, just shout out to Bennett English. Uh, made Barstool, Iowa. Showing off the 4-4 speed. While perfect running form. Pumping the towel in one hand. Keeps the hat on. You know, Shirt tucked you, in. No, Shirt tucked. You, <laughs> you couldn't ask for better running form. He was fucking dialed i think he was first one out like it had to be a four three eight hand, uh, actually not hand timed computer timed um <laughs> and then for my who's due i think they're even more due than the jags it's the lions the lions are the greatest zero and five team of all time um i think one game they lost like by over like 10 points you know to the packers but that was like they were up at half and then the weather got shitty but they, I mean, Lions, if you really think about it, they sh- should be like three and two. So, yeah. Sorry, Lions fans. Uh, shout out MMG. Um, it'll get better, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. Uh, moving into baseball, though. So, the Red Sox, Astros, and Braves, they all advanced. Uh, San Fran's up 2-1 against the Dodgers right now, and they played at night. Um, I mean – so I've only watched like a few games out of each, but uh, I guess I'll get your guys' inputs on baseball. You're much more due for that. I mean, <laughs> better, more capable than I am. No, it's been a it's been a good postseason so far. Obviously, it's early. Oh yeah, I love watching it. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, I really hope the Giants pull this out. I hope I hope the Dodgers win tonight because then they goes to San Fran and they win at home against these Dodgers team. That'd be awesome. And yeah, other than that, I mean, Red Sox are rolling. Uh, Astros are rolling as they, they I thought they would, and yeah, that's pretty much all I got. It's been good postseason so far. We got a lot left. Yeah, there hasn't been any sweeps so far yet, so I mean, it's kind of rare, but it's good to see. Um, I guess talking about that ALCS series coming up, um, with Boston and Houston, I'm gonna bet the over in every single game because those teams both average like eight runs a game. Probably because they're both cheating, kind of a hot topic right now. That's going circling around <laughs> Twitter. Um, but yeah, it's been good uh, on the NL side. Um, every team's just like so even. That's playing <clears throat> like Braves, Braves, Milwaukee. There's not much separating them. Every game was a close game, and then Giants and Dodgers. Like I wish I could see them. Honestly, I wish that was NLCS really, just to watch them in a seven game series. But that's still like one of the coolest series to watch because they've like 
It actually shocked me. I saw something. They said it's the first time they ever played in postseason history, which is weird because, you know, they're both, like, pretty storied franchises. But, yeah, that series has been living up to the hype, too. Yeah, I mean, just some things that, like, I've taken away from this. The Giants are absolutely, like, they're fucking dealing right now. Uh, they had, like, two shutouts, am I wrong? Yeah, I believe and they then, have. Yeah, obviously, like, what Jack was saying, I think uh, the Red Sox are bass. They're just fucking rolling right now. Uh, Alex Cora is their manager, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. so that's why I bring up that cheating shit. Yeah, that – That'll do it. I didn't even know fucking Kike Hernandez was on the red side. I know he I is him, fucking but, killing but it. But yeah, he's yeah fucking right. And that series, even though it's three to one, I loved watching it. Like watching uh, Randy and then like Wander Franco. They're both young as fuck, and they're like stars. I loved watching them play. Why did they? Why did they not walk Kike Hernandez last night in that game? Like second thirty is the hottest player in the postseason right now, and they have you had, seen like Kike's walk base loaded? Uh, Garrett Cole. No, I have not. It's unreal. Like, he owns every part of Garrett Cole. But, yeah, um, I think that wraps up baseball. Uh, we'll move into college football. Um, just quick thing I want to bring up because it's fucking hilarious. I might do this every week. But uh, there's a sign at Kentucky that said, LSU girls' pussies are froggier than Coach O's voice. <laughs> I lost my fucking mind. I thought I think that's probably the best sign I've seen so far this year, and uh, I might like start keeping track of them. But uh, otherwise, this college football slate. So I didn't get to come out with these guys. Iowa City last weekend, but uh, was on a little family getaway. I couldn't like pick a better day to just watch football all day. I know Iowa City had to be more fun, but this college football slate was absolutely insane. It, like, made me realize how much more I like college football than NFL. Like, I know NFL is, like, the rain, the name recognition. Uh, it's just more convenient to watch it, like, on Sunday and with the red zone and everything. And then you have fantasy football. But other than that, like, everything about college football just – there's just way more energy, electricity, whatever you want to say. Like, like let's just bring up Alabama and how much we'll get to. Like, you just don't see, like, shit like that in NFL football. I just fucking love it. Yeah, I agree. I love love college football. One of the best things ever. College football, college basketball, college and sports in general are because ca- people care more, really. That's all it is. Down, come down to it. And upsets happen, chaos. And best thing in sports is chaos. It, there's nothing better, that, really. And I just love it. Well, I think, too, if it wasn't for fantasy football, this wouldn't even be a debate. The yeah. only reason NFL is as big as it is is because of fantasy football. If you take that away, NFL, I mean, the college blows it out of the water. Like, I wouldn't say fantasy is the only reason NFL is relevant because it'd still be relevant anyways. But, like, that's the only reason NFL is as big is as big as it is. Yeah, there's just no way I'd watch every single game if – I would – I'd only watch the Bears. I wouldn't care. Yeah. Like, well, like, I, talking about this past week, too. Like, if I didn't have – like, let's say I didn't have, like, a player on the Falcons or Jets. You think I'm fucking waking up at 830 to watch the Falcons and Jets play? Yeah. Hell no. Like, Broncos, Steelers, not watching that game. Like, I could just go down the line. Like, Vikings, Lions, not watching that game. Patriots, Texans, like. Not a chance. Who the fuck's going to watch that? But, uh, all right, so the first game we want to get into is Iowa versus Penn State. But I kind of went over my weekend. I'll let you guys go over your weekend and then transition to the game. Uh, I guess just say, like, 
<laughs> just, just break down like the environment and everything, and then it'll like come back to me. I'll start it off with a game recap. Yeah, it was a lot of fun down there for sure. We were watching the game at back at Riley's place, and not many people were really watching the game. Me and Jack were up. Uh, Deuce was up for pretty much all of it. Dave, um, Frank, that was about it. Everyone else was cashed out. That was there. Didn't even give a fuck really. So, I mean, but we didn't obviously Beast and Bino were in the games so, and like Berg and all them. So that that doesn't count. But yeah, it was awesome game. Most I was so fucking excited the whole entire game. It was crazy, especially because we got down and we came back. But the thing with Iowa is like they play like a whole different brand of football right now because like right now this era is like all offense and we're kind of just like going away. We're going special teams and defense because I mean if we can't get the guys that can keep up with. Bama and Georgia, why not switch, like, go opposite of them and kind of meet them there? And, yeah, that pretty much, yeah, we go field, field position defense, really. Like, that's just – I think it's kind of to the point where, like, we can – we have the ability to kind of make any team uncomfortable, not necessarily beat any team in the country, but make them uncomfortable with our defense to that point. We might not beat them, but they're going to have a real tough time with us. I think any team in the country can will with us. Wait, Joey, so you want me to recap just, like, the day, and then we'll go to the game later? Uh, sure, yeah, go ahead. All right, I'll just talk about my day. Um, It actually was really fun. I guess, as you guys all know, I'm a huge Iowa State fan. I had to rock the UNI polo, though, because oh, yeah. I'll I'll take this one to the grave with me. I'm not wearing anything Iowa on my chest. As you should. My, my bad, Jack, I got to interrupt you real quick. I wouldn't and either. If I, like, every fucking girl in the world just, like, can just – wear whatever they want to whatever tailgate. I mean, like, wear it at school or whatever, and they don't give a fuck or, like, receive any hate for it. Like, get it, they're girls. But, like, come on, show some fucking loyalty. Yeah, no. Yeah, just, These yeah. hoes ain't loyal. I won't interrupt you either, Jack. But, yeah, like, why would the fuck would I ever wear, like, Iowa State? Why would you ever wear Iowa? Just... Well, no, I yeah, actually, the amount of compliments I got that night about wearing you and I, because I'd have people at, like, the bar and the tailgate, like, why, why the hell are you wearing that? I'd be like, well... I'm not wearing an Iowa thing, so I'm a dire Iowa State fan, and I'm not wearing my Iowa State polo. If Iowa State would have beat Iowa, I would have wore it, but I would just look yeah. like a fucking clown <laughs> if I wore my Iowa State polo. So I was like, you know what? I'll be nice. I'll meet you in the middle because you can't not like you and I. If you don't like you and I, you're kind of like a douchebag because it's like you and I is just like the little brother of like Iowa sports, so Iowa and I and Iowa State. So Everyone likes them. Yeah, but uh, I guess back to my weekend. Um, pretty fun, actually. Um the only thing I do like about Iowa, Iowa City and the University of Iowa in general is probably the women. Um, oh, yeah. But, I mean, the women kind of makes up for it. Bonk. Uh, bars. Bars were fun. Um, actually, kind of a hot topic this weekend. The tarps were off. Um, yeah. Real oh, yeah, hot topic. Yeah. I was about to say, it's I'm like, fullest. I was just about to say, I'm like, you're <laughs> you're kind of, uh, you didn't have to worry about wearing your Iowa State polo because tarps were off. <laughs> yeah, no. Um. I think I would have sweat more in L-Rays than I would if I hopped in a 200-degree sauna. But, I mean, it's an electric bar. Like, you got your country music. They had some EDM in the back. Um, <laughs> they had just, like, you know, just, like, Sharky's, like, rap music up top. Like, you really couldn't miss. Um, overall, it was a pretty solid night. Um, but, yeah, like, fuck the Hawks, I guess. Three. It's like, wh- who said that? There's, like, three-in-one shampoo L-Rays is. Oh, yeah. It's, it's head and shoulders. 
Who said Which, that? Three in one shampoo isn't fucking soap. You can't. It can't do it all. I. I'm sorry. Like a lot of people think <laughs> but it, it's a Swiss no, but Army it, it, soap, it's shampoo, but... conditioner, and body wash. It, you a, can use it. It does it all. It's head and Sham- shoulders. Shampoo yeah. soup. All right. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, Luke is unbelievably for the boys. Uh, I just have to say that. If you know, you know. But um, yes. Thank you, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right. So to the game. Uh, I already know people are going to pull Coles in this game because of injuries. It's kind of obvious. But uh, Penn mm-hmm. State matches up with Iowa perfectly with how they play football. Iowa wants to run the ball and then size of the ball. Uh, Penn State was third in points allowed, second against the run, and first in stopping teams after turnovers. Uh, Penn State did all those things that game. Uh, I, Iowa was also not ready for Clifford to run. I, there had to be at least four third-down conversions where Clifford just uses legs and move the sticks. I mean, I don't think the Hawks were even, like, considering that at all. Um, then Clifford, he got picked up at – yeah, shit, my bad. Uh, when their backup came in, he, like, ran it even more. I give total credit to Iowa to still pull it out of themselves and win this game late. Uh, Penn State is a great team either way, but Iowa is just a team that came out with the W. Yeah, I mean, talk about injuries a lot, but, like, just saying, like, I give it to them for coming back and winning the bitch. Yeah, I, so, like, yeah, we were down 17-3 when he went out technically, but we did have the ball back, so we got it to 17-10 when we did score right after it. So, I mean, we were only down seven, really. I, who knows, they would maybe they would have scored again with Clifford, but it was right towards the end of the half, I believe. I can't really remember, but, yeah, no, like you said, we came, we won. I mean, you got to give them credit. Like, we still won the game. Our defense showed up. And people are going to make excuses, big deal. I mean, we, a dub's a dub at the end of the day. My turn? Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, not a single soul in the United States of America thinks Iowa wins that game if Clifford's healthy. Like, do you guys think they win the game if Clifford's healthy? See, I, I don't know. Like, you don't, like Luke, I just said, 17-10. Luke's point that you just brought up, and – like we were turning him over, we didn't do shit off of it. But like, I mean, if they keep turning him over, I don't know. Like, obviously, and, yeah, we're down seventeen. Pin drop in Iowa at times, like it was like quiet, like everybody's fucking. We didn't know, but like, I think one thing could have shifted the momentum and shit kind of went south for Penn State. So yeah, well, people can thing... people can say that we weren't gonna win, but no one know. Like people can also say we we were gonna win. It's like can't prove it at all. Well, no, the thing is they wouldn't have won. Um, Penn State wins by two touchdowns if Clifford stays in. Um, it was either they turned him over twice. Yeah, I'll give you that. Turn him over on the five. What does Iowa's offense do? Go back 10 yards. But uh, it was either – so they turned him over twice. If it wasn't that, they were fucking moving the ball on that defense. Like, they literally, like – they didn't carve him up, but they were damn near to carve – like, you know, they made it look easy on the drives that they didn't turn it over. Um, like they just got chunk plays. Um, like even it'd get the third down, they'd find a play that could that would convert perfectly. Um, I think I think Penn State's the better team. Um, they played ten times. I bet Penn State wins about eight times. Um, I was. I mean, yeah. You say if one big play, what did Iowa's offense do in the second half? They had one, one big one play pass to win. Play, one big play. That's all they had. But that's all they needed because the backup quarterback was terrible. Like. 
you guys should have won by 10 points. You could say their you, back you guys should have won by was, 10 to 14 points. You could say their backup quarterback was bad because of our defense, too. You guys, like, also started, you guys also started with the ball at the 50-yard line almost every time because Penn State would start at, like, the 5 or the 10. I know. Shout out to your punter. But uh, they would start at, they would start at the 50-yard line. Like, if you start at the 50-yard line the entire second half and you put up one touchdown, I guess they put up, like, a field goal late. But, or they had a field goal before that. But, like, you got to – their offense isn't good enough for, for me to believe they'll make the college football playoffs. I don't think they'll win the Big Ten, but yeah, they're just said we would, but well I'm not I'm um, not gonna say that. Like I mean, like like I said before, Penn State matched up against us perfectly and when they were stopping the run and then like so we like to run the ball, kill time, and then like our defense can like get a break and then come out and dominate again. But when they're stopping the run uh, our offense is going back. I mean, our defense is going back on the field, and then they're running this hurry-up offense, which what they were just flying. I mean, just moving so quick. Then you, they like zooming in Iowa players are gassed. I mean, like Penn State, they knew what they were doing to win the game. They had the perfect fucking team to beat us. But uh, I mean, yeah, I guess like the Hawks winning this game just fucking massive for what's gonna happen down the road. Uh, obviously, the Hawks are gonna win the Big Ten West. We're going to have to play Ohio State, and then that'll be, like, our fate, whether it made the playoff or not. But, I mean, still, it's it's amazing what they're doing this year compared to what I thought they were going to do. Honestly, though, if uh, if Clifford, like, nothing, like, long-term with him, you guys might play him back in the, in the Big Ten Championship. Um, I can't see I, them beating Ohio State. I can see that happening. They're a great Ohio team. State's good as fuck right now. And then yeah, also – um, Ever since Oregon, they've been fucking rolling. I'll give you my uh, take on the field storming. Um, we have actually Mr. King himself in the podcast, Luke Gedkin, with the uh, act like you've been there before. Yeah, um, yeah. You're the third team in the country. No, can I? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, actually, yeah, let's hear your take. Can I go first? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I know. Yeah, Jack, I agreed with you at first. It's like, all right, mate, let's, like, we shouldn't act like been there. We're favored. But then I thought about it again, and I've like, heard some stuff. People say, you the thing with college football is it's supposed to be a lot of fun. You win a game. Yeah, we're favored. <laughs> we win a big game, storm the field. And I think people I, – I, I admitted I said that we shouldn't, but now I look back on it and it's like I think the only people that are kind of saying it now is people that wish they could be in our position and win a big game. Because I believe Utah said – you said you guys were going to storm the field if you beat us in Ames when you guys were favored. But since we haven't beat Penn State other than last year, we haven't beat them since 2002. So we've never beaten them at home. So it's like that's a huge fucking game for us, and you got, you said you would storm the field if you beat us last year. It's kind of the same situation. Well, and if you go back year, in any recent history, same, like yeah. ever, this was the biggest game in Kinnick. Like, yeah, history. I mean, yeah, yeah. At first, I didn't realize all that. Now looking back, it's like okay, this was a huge fucking game for us. Obviously, it's and it's supposed to be fun. That's what college football is all about, especially when you're at your home field. Like, why not storm the damn field? I don't know. Well, I mean, you guys, you, you guys beat you a backup quarterback. You guys you beat gonna, a backup quarterback. You were gonna like, do the same you thing. You should have won by a ten. That's right, different. Win. That's completely different, win. though, Luke. How? Because Iowa State hasn't won in seven years. We haven't beat Penn, other than last, so last, last year. We beat last Penn year. State. Okay, at Penn State, but then we haven't beat them at home since two thousand, since the nineties. Probably we haven't beat Penn State at home at Kinnick since the nineties. They've ran all over us. 
no one cared about that going to the game though. Oh, we haven't beat these guys in home. It, it was just like three, four. Like no one cared about the fucking home record though. But why, why can't we storm the field? If you guys were gonna storm the field against us when you were favored. All right, so that's like saying Petrus. Like, a- that, that that won't even matter. Actually, that won't even matter if Petrus went down. That'd be like four guys in your defense go down, and then we win. Like obviously, we're supposed to fucking win. We lost. We lost Moss. That's a pretty damn big gut deal. Well, Moss doesn't have to play when the quarterback spikes it into the ground three times and then Penn State punts. <laughs> guys threw for fucking 37 a, yards, Luke, in two and a half quarters. Yeah, it's a defense because our defense is fucking good. Clifford Carver. Obviously, Clifford's a better quarterback. I'm not going to fucking argue that. But our defense is good. That, I, that guy could have came in against a shitty team and probably ran all over them too. But Iowa's defense is good. That's why he fucking looked like a – Division three quarterback. Clifford still carved you. Car <laughs> carved us two picks. One put up I'd seventeen points in two and a half quarters against you, though. Still threw two picks. I wouldn't say carved us up. But... They they score thirty five if he plays the whole game. That's your opinion. Not you can't hot. prove that. Fucking hot take. That is a hot take, but. I didn't see no reason why they wouldn't. All right. Let's yeah, go I, I don't see a reason going, why they would. This is going fucking nowhere right now. Just, <laughs> but uh, we'll move on. More college football. Arkansas versus Ole Miss. Arkansas comes off goose egg from Georgia. And then they play a gutsy game against Ole Miss. Uh, Canada for game of the year. No shit. This is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, over betters were, like, creating themselves. But uh, game – Game comes down to the wire to see, like, whoever had the ball last is going to win this. But uh, Sam Pittman, Arkansas's coach, brass balls move, goes for two. Uh, they It doesn't go – like, they don't convert. Uh, for all the people hating Pittman, if they score, he's a fucking genius, and I don't get the slander. Like, I despise people who think that they're two-point conversion geniuses. Like, if you have the momentum on your side, like, you just drive all the way downfield, and then they've been doing this, like – shit with KJ Jefferson where he just rolls right. He has a few options. If you don't like them, then he just takes it and then he gets like at least fucking five yards. That's exactly what they ran. The announcer called it before he did it. Like, the announcer knew what he was going to do. Like, he was saying that's what they should do. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's it. Oh, going for two is so smart. And then if they miss it, going for two is so dumb. Like, just fucking, it's 50-50 chance. I think I think he has to go for two because I don't know if you want to go to overtime with Ole Miss because Corral could carve up anybody, especially if he starts at where they start at twenty five. You're gonna give Corral that much room to work with to score a touchdown. It's like I think our, Ole Miss is a way better. I think they're I, they're a be, not a way better team. They're a better teams. So I think you go to overtime against them. It's your odds aren't in your favor. So yeah, I I agree with it. I'm at Ole Miss too. Yeah. Yeah, I know how you said, like, game of the year candidate. I don't even know. I don't even think it's the best game of the week, though, Joey. I guess we'll probably uh, yeah, get I into guess it. it's fair, but. We'll, we'll get into it in a few games or, right. like, coming up soon. But, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, obviously it was a great game. Um, Reminded me of some fucking. That that was a game where Gus Johnson needs to be on the call. Fair. And Gus yeah. Johnson was born for an Arkansas Ole Miss game right there. Or, no, he should have been at the fucking Red River. Red right. River River. Game yeah. they had that, I was though. just going to say that. But, uh, game, yeah, no, it was a good game overall. Um, both teams are solid in the SEC. Obviously, they're not going to, like, win it. But the SEC, I think, top to bottom is a lot better this year. Like, they're just so deep this year. 
Like, you know, teams like that haven't been good before are actually good. You know, you got – I might talk this, about this before. I'm not sure. But, like, Ole Miss, they're usually okay. They're good. Arkansas is really bad, but now they're good. Um, Kentucky's really bad, but now they're good. I guess they're, like – they've been okay recently. Yeah, recently. Yeah, even, like, A&M recently – or, like, past couple of years, they've been, like, all right. But now they're pretty good. Like, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if Bama or Georgia loses another game before they even head to the national – or the conference championship. There, I don't I know mean, about we'll Georgia. Get to Georgia but there's no I, way. Yeah, I don't think Georgia can. I get, I could see the Bama and not, not Georgia. Well, like Florida's a machine too. Kinda, yeah. They did I mean, lose they though. They did lose to Kentucky. They should have beat Kentucky though. Yeah, they, they shot themselves in the foot. They had how many fucking penalties? Like tw- nineteen or twenty. Yeah, that'll fucking do it. But uh, like mm-hmm. Jack was saying, uh, the Red River shootout, Oklahoma versus Texas, horns fucking down. Uh, Rattler finally gets benched for freshman Caleb Williams, and he does what makes him a Sooner legend for the rest of his life. Uh, B-, B said Texas by a mill. That really fucking bit him in the ass. I bet he looked at the score, saw Texas was up big, and then just said, all right, fuck it. Like, I already won. Uh, but uh, Texas, Carol, that leads you on, and you think, might go to the next level, but then they rip your fucking you ruin everything you invested into them. Uh, I like Texas just fucking pisses me off. They're, I don't know, they're just so inconsistent. I didn't even think they'd be inconsistent in a game, but like they just completely blew it to Oklahoma. And uh, yeah, I mean, Rattler is a fucking sore loser. I, I've hated him from the beginning of the season, and I'm happy he's benched. Yeah, I think I, I mean, I think Texas is still a good team. I wouldn't say they're. They they lost to Oklahoma. Oklahoma was really good. Right. Obviously, I know they they had the game won, but I Cam Cam Thompson's a stud. Um, Bijan Robinson's a stud. So that's a great core right there with the running back and quarterback. But yeah, benching him and him coming back and winning that's crazy. Rattler didn't even celebrate with the team. I don't know if you guys saw that. He's he that's just right, walked, man, but he's a sore loser. Yeah, he just walked off the field like that's terrible. Like. Quarterbacks that get benched, like it happened to Jalen Hurts. He got benched. What did he do? He stayed with the team, and then when Tua got hurt, what did he do? He came up. They beat Georgia in the SEC championship because of him. Came in, scored two touchdowns for him. Like Rattler's just a little bitch. You can't do that to your team. Like that, you got to stay with them all year in case something happens to him. They're Williams, like suck it up. Yeah, I saw something too online. Um, it's not confirmed, but apparently he's like on the brisk of, like, entering the portal right now. Like, yeah. everyone thinks he just, like – like, when he got benched, his last snap before he got benched was his last snap as Oklahoma Sooner, which, honestly, if I'm another coach in college football, like, obviously he's one of the most – probably the most talented quarterback in the country. But why would you want that guy playing for your team? Um, I guess – I don't know if any of you guys watch, like, QB1, like, the high school. Yeah. Yep. Netflix thing. Yeah. Absolute fucking douchebag. Like, he'd rip on his receivers for dropping balls. Um, Like, I don't know why you'd want this guy trying to be, like, the captain of your team, you know, leading your offense out. But I don't know. I just have a bunch of Spencer Radler hate. I've always hated him. He's probably one of my top five most hated athletes. And he uh, we all know his point. We, we all know who number one is. But uh, back to the game. I think, yeah, they're both really good. I think – Probably a biased opinion, but Iowa State can beat both the teams. Um, <laughs> no, they, they can easily beat both those teams. Um, 
both teams, I guess obviously they have really good offenses, but they're not the greatest on defense. It's Big 12, I get it. But if they play Iowa State, Iowa State actually does play defense. So it's always like in the 20s when they play each other. So those will both be great games because they play, play them both at the end of the year. They play Texas at home. Iowa State does like late in the year as a night game, which I'll probably be attending that. And Horns Down will be in full effect. But, no, I mean, I guess going back to the game, it was, like, a great game overall. Like, you really couldn't ask much better for a game like that. Like, literally, Texas was up the entire game by, like, two scores until, like, eight minutes ago in the game. Like, they're up 14 the whole way. Even it was just back and forth. Like, they'd be up seven, up 14. But, yeah, I mean, fucking, it was a badass game. Beast says it because I said Oklahoma was going to win. I said minus three Oklahoma. I didn't bet on it, but I said that because Beast was going to put Texas in a parlay. I think he did end up doing it. And I'm like, he comes up to me, he goes, Luke, remember we said Oklahoma? I'm like, yeah. He goes, threw down 28 to seven. I'm like, yeah, all right. And I was like, oh, fuck it. We lost. And they it's, come it, back and win. It's the Big 12, though. Like, a 28 to seven lead can be blown in. It's nothing. Six minutes. Yeah. Beast put a hundred dollars money line. Well, that's what he said in group chat. But I mean, did he do it? Did he say that in the middle of the game? No, he, no, had he said it before, before the game. game. Oh. But uh, <laughs> yeah, call one eight hundred bets off. Um, if you have a gambling addiction. But uh, <laughs> next game we have Georgia versus Auburn. I don't think anybody's fucking beating Georgia. Uh, the heavyweight champs right now. Uh, a convoy of tanks won't even be able to get through this defense. Stetson Bennett or JT Daniels, I don't really give a fuck. Uh, they're just – they're, like, in control of everything right now. Um, I think the only game that they're going to that they're gonna have, like, a tough time with is Bama in the SEC Championship, if that even happens. But, uh, yeah, I think Georgia's, like, undisputedly the best team in college football right now. Yeah, not even close. Um, it's – they're going to be so scary at the end of the year, too, because JT Daniels will come back, and he's going to be so, like, healthy and fresh. And, like, like all these other quarterbacks have played all year. They're going to be, like, worn down, and he's just going to come in and just be, like, pick it up, kind of, fr- like, fresh again. Seth and Bennett's good, too, though. I think they could – with this defense and, like, these play – like, this – the talent they have, they could win with either quarterback. But, yeah, if Daniels comes back, they're going to be a damn fucking scary team. No, he does more. Not- it doesn't really matter who they have at quarterback. You could no, throw. I Pe- don't think it does. You could throw Petrus under center, and they'd probably win the national championship. Um, but no, it was a good game. Obviously, like they've shown how why they're number one. Um, I saw someone talk about this, and it, 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 I couldn't say it better myself. You got Georgia at one, then you got the distance between Earth and Mars, and then you got Iowa. Yeah, at two. <laughs> That's um, fair point. No, I mean like everyone's got to agree with it, but. Yeah, they look great. I didn't really watch this game, so I can't really give you my take on it. But I'm looking at the score now. Um, I mean, Georgia's just doing what Georgia does. The next game we have, uh, Nebraska lose another close one to Michigan, uh, 32-29. Uh, yeah, Nebraska just blew it late. Uh, Martinez with a fumble. That's the last thing you can fucking do. Uh, Michigan nails a field goal and wins uh, in Lincoln. Is that where? Yeah. Pretty sure, yeah. but yeah, fuck it, doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, I think Scott Frost is the biggest fucking doofus of all time. Like, guess another picture, like for memes that that some frat house in fucking Iowa would gonna love when we play them. But uh, yeah, uh, I think Michigan should have easily handled them anyway. But uh, then 
like Michigan's weird right now too. They're undefeated, I know, but like who have they really played? And uh, yeah, I mean Nebraska. They're I mean they're hanging in with teams. So yeah, I think both. I think I've been saying this all year, and I'm going to keep saying it until they actually really prove me wrong and beat someone good. I think Michigan is overrated. They are a good. They're a good team, but I, I still think they're a little overrated because they haven't been anybody like you said. And I think Nebraska is underrated. I fucking hate Nebraska. I'm saying that. They should have won this game. Martinez is a fucking idiot. Fumbling How like is he? Is he a seven um, year? Because if he was in the NFL, he would be I like think, retired by now. I think they had a Martinez before him. Right. But that was in like 2012, wasn't it? Um, maybe it was. Yeah, because it Armstrong, I think, after. Yeah. I don't know. He's old. I bet he's been there a while. But I do. I, they're, I think they're underrated. And I think that last game of the year again with Iowa, I, it's in Nebraska. I mean, there's a lot of season left. But that that could be a really good game for they could give Iowa a good da- a damn good game. I don't think Michigan's that good. I I'm gonna keep saying it until they fucking beat someone. But prove me wrong, Michigan. But right now, I don't think they're that good of a team. Yeah, I didn't really watch much of this game because I was at the bar. But uh, mm-hmm. I guess back to that Nebraska take. Um, I think when Iowa plays Nebraska, it's last game of the year. It's at Nebraska. Iowa like. I mean, obviously, Iowa fans, if they don't really know what Nebraska is up to, they're going to walk into that game being like, oh, it's Nebraska. We beat them by 40 every year. It's going to be less than seven points if they win. Like, that's their hardest game the rest of the year. Iowa's. Yeah. Like, Nebraska is. That was Wisconsin will be tough. Yeah. But Nebraska is a damn good football team this year. And, like, people don't realize it because they've been losing games. But, like, they should be Michigan State. They should be Michigan. Um, yeah, I'm just saying, if you're an Iowa yeah. fan, obviously, like, it's like an Iowa State-Iowa thing with Nebraska. Like, it's just, like, a mental thing. You're like, oh, it's Iowa State, it's Nebraska, we're going to win, you know, no matter how good, how bad we are. But get ready for that game because, honestly, I, it's going to be fucking close. I think they're the second-best team in the West. I do, I too. Really do. I, they're, I mean, they're better. Who well, is two just, right now, Minnesota? Minnesota. And they're, yeah. I think – would. It goes Iowa, Nebraska, Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin plays good against bad teams, but they fucking suck when they play good exactly. teams. Exactly. <laughs> uh, then for the final game of college football, I mean, the, I'm fucking stunned. Uh, A&M. Uh, Zach Calzada is going to have free beers in College Station until the day he dies. Uh, late in the game, he even gets injured and throws an absolute touchdown pass. Uh, he goes to the 10, and Jimbo Fisher shoots him up with some kind of horse tranquilizers. But Calzada gets the ball back and then drives him down again. And uh, then he puts him in a situation where Seth Small, the kicker, he puts it through the uprights to move every single fan in field for celebration that uh storm that field storm uh reported it cost a&m to and but like fuck it like you just beat number one alabama uh texas football and uh wait my bad but oh fucking seth small's girlfriend not bad they're like his whole family's reactions was priceless she thought it like looked like she's having like an outer body experience but as soon as he nailed it, like everybody just started dumping over the fucking uh, bleach or whatever you call it, the wall and the bleachers, and then Storm it is fucking sweet moment. I'm happy for A and M. 
Yeah, I think it kind of shows that Bama's not like like they used to be this year. They're not like the Bama of the past because they look they showed they can lose. They obviously they showed they can lose this game. They showed Florida had them too on the ropes. Like it, they're a beatable team if you get them in the right environment. And they did not get punished at all for losing this game either. They dropped to five. Like they just like we're just gonna put you right outside the playoffs. And then once one of these teams loses, you'll be right back in. I think people are just, they're just saying like, oh, they're Bama. Like, why do they get the? Obviously, I know why they get the to be that do that because they've done it in the past. Like, they proved why they're the best program. But it's like some of these teams deserve to be up there. You guys back up for a little bit, win some games, get to the SEC championship. You can be right back up. But yeah, awesome win for A and M. The Cuban Missile Calzada. Everyone was questioning why, why he's even the fucking quarterback still, and then he does this. But, like, who do you think should be ranked higher than Bama? No, I understand Bama's probably still the second-best team, but, like, any other team loses like that, like, any other team that two loses to an unranked team that's not that good, that's struggled, they're getting bumped down to at least, like, 10. Yeah, that's fair. All right, I understand well, it's Bama. Like, if Iowa loses, this is a bad example, I think. But, like, if Iowa lose, they'd be 10 right away. Yeah, it's fair. Okay, well, I guess my thoughts on the game. Um, I watched the highlights. It was a fucking crazy game. Um, the quarterback for AM played out of his ass. Um, if it wasn't for that first half, Bama whoops these guys. They looked, like, really good in the second half. Um, but, yeah, the AM kicker probably hit the fucking biggest two-seam kick of his life. <laughs> right I off missed. the shoe. Right off the shoe. It's going straight for the left upright. And then just 40 miles. It just. 40 mile per hour to the right. Two seams at right down the cock. Ball game. But, yeah, I know you said it was 250K, Joey. That's probably the happiest 250K A&M's ever had to spend. Oh, yeah. A&M don't give a fuck. You know they're the number one, like, greatest team in college football. Like, they make the most money from their program. Like, that's easy. Just, like, fucking, they would, yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah, no, I got you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that wraps up all. Football, I think we can move into week NFL week five. Um, so the Colts lose to the Ravens. Some fucking spread. The the Colts like cover late. I mean I'm gonna have to give this uh to my evil brother because I'm not gonna talk about the Ravens right now. But uh all right, so Ravens, a point away. I, fuck like, like respect the specs, like all greats have to have bad games. Like, he's fucking – Rodrigo's fucking hip was hurt, and then they had Naheem Hines holding the kick. I don't really fucking get that. But Lamar Jackson, everything we've been arguing about this past summer has, like, mainly been about Lamar Jackson, and he is proving fucking everybody wrong except for Luke. Luke, I give you total credit. But, like, the craziest stat I've seen all week is Lamar Jackson on his own holds more fucking 20 <clears throat> yards than what is this? Fucking 10 uh, plus 9 than 18 teams. Like, what the fuck? Like, he's playing absolutely insane. The Colts obviously blew this game. Like, the Colts can go fuck themselves. But, yeah, Lamar is absolutely unbelievable this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you said it. I've been saying all year. I love Lamar. He's He's gotten better every year at passing. It's like you got to go with the trends. He's obviously getting better. He's a rookie that year. That year he was terrible, but he's fifth in pass yards this year, and he's eighth in rush yards, and he's a quarterback. 
He is unbelievable. He is definitely a top three MVP candidate right now. I don't think it's up. I don't think it's a debate at all. He literally brings them from behind about every game. I understand he's kind of the reason why they get behind sometimes because he turns the ball to like fumbles and stuff. But it doesn't matter because he's going to come back in the game. He goes 37 for 43 for 442 on passing, and everyone says he can't pass the ball. And he, he just continues to prove people wrong about it in his passing game. The Colts base, the Colts like, ah, oh, whatever, pass the ball all you want. Someone tweeted that or something. They're like, oh, looks like we're just going to let Lamar pass, and he's going to give us the game in the first half. Well, that didn't work too well in the second half. He lit them the fuck up, and he's top three uh, MVP candidate easy right now. It's not even debate, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. I'd probably go him, Allen, and probably Kyler Murray because they're, what, 5-0 mm-hmm. and right now? But I guess, yeah, back to the game. Um, Crazy-ass game. I was watching it last night. Me and Beans were. Uh, my roommate, Gabe, a uh, big Colts fan, and he's just, like, slowly, slowly, like, melting watching this game. Like, Rodrigo's got it. You can't ask for a better spot. Like, what was it was, like, 35, or it's like, 30, yeah. or right down the cock. Is not even fucking close. Um, gotta feel bad. I guess he was playing a herd, so you gotta, you know. Well, and throw. Pat McAfee said that the hold, like the hold on, had it inside. I don't know what the fuck that would do, but yeah. Well, I mean, you just gotta feel bad for him there. But I mean, everyone kind of thinks the Ravens shouldn't have won this game. But when you have a guy like Lamar Jackson, like there's literally never a game that you can't win. Like no matter how, like they're what down, like. 19, 19 in the fourth, or at least late third. So, yeah, this game's fucking wild. Yeah, I had a, I, this was a take I was going to say. Um, I think I don't think there's a single quarterback in the league. I don't even think Mahomes, I don't think anybody in the league could go to the Ravens right now and do what Lamar's doing with this team. I, He's the only guy, he fits him, he runs the ball amazingly. I don't think there's a single quarterback that can well, come and fill his shoes. Well, they're around Lamar. Yeah, but so, I understand. I mean, like, yeah. People say like, – Kyler, because he runs by, I think Kyler's just like a – don't want to say Walmart version of Lamar because he's not that – he's close, but he's just like a little worse version of Lamar. Like, Lamar does everything a little better, I think. Okay, so I would like – I'd like to hear you guys, like, quarterback rankings right now because Beast sent me this oh, last night. Oh. He thinks, one, Josh Allen, two, Lamar, three, Brady, four, Herbert, and five, Kyler. Hear any fucking names that aren't in that list? He doesn't have Mahomes, Rodgers, Dak, like fucking holy shit. I mean, I get it. That like is the five he listed off is like a really fucking solid five. But I mean, we can't get ahead of ourselves and just think that like I get it. Fucking Chiefs are struggling right now. But to say Mahomes is seven right now, like holy fuck. That is where is Rodgers? Where'd he put Rodgers? Eight. I think. Uh, Mahomes, Rodgers, automatic top. Five. Automatic I, one, two. I think Brady could probably. He's killing it this year. He really is. I mean, I think Lamar's in the top five conversation for sure. That's though. fair. Yeah, I'll give you that. I don't know. You got to say about and that, Josh Allen. I think. Are but... we talking about this year though? This year's ranking. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Like, we're talking yeah, about I mean, this year. Mahomes I mean, is like, Mahomes is five through seven. Mahomes is like eight interceptions this year. I get it. This like right now. Okay, but that still... makes sense. But like. Top five quarterbacks just in general. Top five quarterbacks in the league, like. Well, yeah, that's just like different then. Bro, just top five quarterbacks in the league, like obviously Mahomes easily top five. I top might three. agree. Honestly, I might agree with Beast. He's talking about like 
after week five rankings. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. easy because of the season. But yeah, I mean, if he's if he's going off top five quarterbacks just in general, it's not a debate that he's not in the top. Mahomes isn't top three. And Rodgers. Yeah. Um, moving on though. Or wait, yeah, never mind. So the Falcons fly over the pond into London and they hijack the Jets. Uh, Falcons, they about falcon themselves by letting the Jets in this game, but they prevail on the back of a great performance by Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts finally showed up to a football game, uh, had a great game. But otherwise, if you're going to have a game in London, why send two bottom-of-the-barrel teams? And they're doing it again this week. But whatever. I mean, it's probably because the American viewers won't watch this fucking game anyway. So, Yeah, I mean, I hate how it's in the morning. Like, why can't they just play a good night game for us and, like, have it whatever time over there? Or, like, a mid like three o'clock game for us i don't know so one o'clock game for us something like that and have it a little later over there doesn't make any sense to me but didn't watch this game i just know uh cal pitts had a good game from fantasy perspective well honestly they probably get more views starting at 8 30 in the morning than they would at noon so. <laughs> oh 100 you're yeah i guess that's fair yeah, so it's not bad marketing. For yeah. Um, yeah right. Falcons offense, they actually look pretty good. Matt Ryan had a good game, two for 340. But, I mean, everyone kind of has a good game when they play the Jets, besides Ryan Tannehill, who's a fraud. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they look solid. Um, are the Falcons good? No. So, yeah, that's all about, about all I got for that. The next game we have is – the Broncos versus Steelers. So the Steelers ride the Broncos to a W in Pittsburgh. Uh, it came down to the wire, but a clutch interception in the end zone ended it. The Steelers actually threw the ball past the six this game and outscored a solid Broncos defense. Uh, don't get used to it, though. Najee Harris, another great game. and But this time, Claypool and Deontay joined in on the fun. Uh, this was a must win for the Steelers. But at the end of the day, the Steelers are going to keep giving false hope to their fans with games like this. Uh, the people are going to look at Steelers saying, oh, they beat the fucking Bills and the Broncos. But, like, what does that really mean? I mean, we're just one of them teams that are going to win just random games that they probably shouldn't win. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't really complain. It was kind of an ugly W. But uh, I like I like more what I saw out of offense in this game. Um, yeah, but, like, yeah, I, I guess I'm, like, really fucking happy about this W because I didn't expect it at all. I don't. I don't think the Broncos are very good. At kind of show. That's this fair. Game. Yeah, I was about to bring that up too. Jack said it this weekend. I'm sure he'll hint on that. But Najee, they're kind of figuring out. Hey, we should run the damn ball. We have a good fucking running back. Why do we need to have Big Ben pass a million times a game? So yeah, they they beat them. I they should have beat them. I don't think there was really a question. They were the better team, and they did. They got the job done. Yeah, the Steelers' offense actually looked pretty solid. Um, I wouldn't say like they look good, but they look better than they have in the past. Um, Najee's a dog. Can't really deny that. But, yeah, I guess Luke talked about it. Um, Broncos are a mini- Mickey Mouse team. Um, they were they <laughs> were 3-0. Team. They were 3-0 at one point, but they didn't beat anybody with a win. Like, they beat the Giants, the Jets, and the Jaguars, I'm pretty right. sure. Right, yeah. Uh, so if you put the Georgia football team in pads in the NFL, they also go three and all against those three teams. <laughs> um, Teddy played. Teddy played all right. 
like when they needed him to in the fourth quarter. But besides that, kind of a shitty game overall. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that Skeeter scored 27 on the Broncos, like, I'm happy. But uh, Will Rowling had something to say about his game. Local uh, Broncos fan, he says that if Drew Locke was playing this game, the game would have been totally different. They probably uh, lost he... by more. <laughs> yeah, we're just not going to talk about Drew Locke for a while. Until he comes <laughs> back and starts balling out when that'll come. But uh, next game, Lions-Vikings now – this game will make a grown man cry, and the grown man that did cry from this is, like, the biggest man on planet Earth, Dan Campbell. Uh, I don't think there's a person on planet Earth other than a Vikings fan that doesn't feel bad for him. Um, like, that brass balls decision to go for two, uh, I brought up going for two earlier. It was a great fucking call. I think you're an 0-4 team. You have to go for it and just win the game. They had a chance to, but, I mean, the Vikings ended up nailing a field goal. Too much time was on the clock, I guess. And, uh, yeah, that post-game press conference was really heartbreaking. Yeah, that would have fucking killed to see the to see the Lions beat the Vikings this week. It would have been awesome. Fresh weeks we were with Beast and Pinones. That, that would have been something else. They, they, they deserve to win a game here sometime. Like, they've, they're in every game. They're playing – Good. Like they're fighting, it's just like Campbell. I mean, he's—you can tell he's kind of sick of it almost. Like he's like, "Fuck, we almost had another one." Yeah, I mean, Vikings pull it out. You gave Kirk thirty-seven seconds. Bino was saying it the whole time. He goes, "That's way too much time," and he was right, I guess. Well, the only team you could play, which thirty second, thirty-seven seconds is enough time for Kirk Cousins, would be the Detroit Lions. Yeah, it's any other, Yeah, well, yeah, any other teams like that. Out. They probably the Vikings go four and out ball game, but uh, yeah, I mean it was a good like Lions outplayed them like they outplayed almost every team they played this year, but uh, I don't really know like what's going on with the Vikings because like all of us like we all like as a group kind of collectively think the Vikings are actually like a pretty solid team, but like then they just drop this like you put up six points in the second half against the like the Lions like what the fuck, um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess in three of those points, we're on a game-winning field goal. But I guess we'll see. Once they play, like, the Packers and stuff, you'll realize how good the Vikings are or not. They yeah, can I mean, beat any – They're the epitome of playing up or down to their competition. Yeah, it's... yeah. Like, that's what I was going to say, guys. Like, they can beat any team, but they can lose to any team. Yeah, and then – Easily. These Lions, like, they're going to fucking win a huge game. I mean, you know, like, all these players, they're fighting for their jobs. Uh, they're fighting for their coach. Like, they'll go to fucking – they, like, want to go to war bad with anybody. I mean, they're – they probably put way more effort on the field than, like, anybody that they're playing. Yeah, uh, I, I think I, Big Cat ended on it. He's like, there's no way he deserves to be – have the same record as everybody right now. Yeah, it's fair. But uh, next game, Packers-Bengals. Uh, the Packers just squeaked one out. The Packers, like, they just decided to win this game. They're like, okay, fine, we'll win it. Like, the fucking field goal situation, which when we were talking about who's hot, who's due, I didn't take field goal kickers because I thought one of you guys was going to bring it up. But fucking 12 extra points and 12 field goals missed, I guess 13 from last night. That is just fucking wild. Uh, I swear all kickers, they're all on the same fucking schedule when they do bad. We always have a week out of the year where all the kickers just decide to just not do good. And this game was the fucking face of it. Uh 
Mason Crossbar played a fucking shit game. I know he got the game winner, but still. It was like the team was just playing tug-of-war across the 50-yard line and seeing who would hit a field goal first. And, yeah, I guess the Packers did. So, what a just shit game out of both of them. Crosby missed, like, easy field goals. Uh, Cincinnati's had, like – they had, like, one was, like, a 57-yarder, I think, or something like that. And the other yeah. one was – the other one was dead straight and all of a sudden just – had the biggest fucking two seam just cut away or tail. It was, ta- I don't know. And obviously, as I got excuse, you still don't let it do that. Just kick the ball or whatever. But yeah, you kind of said everything. It's like they, no one wanted to win the game, it felt like. And Bengals keep doing this. Like we keep saying they're not a good team. They just keep hanging with these good teams. And I just don't know what to do with the Bengals right now. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, if you're a kicker, though, like, after you miss, like, if you go, if you start the game over two, like, you're fucked. Like, your brain's mm-hmm. up, like, you're just thinking about it way too much. But, yeah, I mean, talking about this game, pretty average game over, overall. Uh, Devontae Adams balled out. At, like, he, he, like, returned to last year's Devontae Adams State, which is actually pretty cool to see. Uh, Jamar Chase balled out per usual. Like, it really doesn't matter who they play. He's going to put up numbers. But, yeah, that's about it. The next game we have is Dolphins-Buccaneers. Uh, Tom Brady has a career game against the Dolphins. The Dolphins have had an insanely tough last four games, and when you have to play Tom Brady at home with Jacoby Brissett under center, you're doomed by the time you get off the bus. Uh, yeah, Tom Brady fucking did 44-year-old Tom Brady shit. So, Yeah, Dolphins were in this game, though, until the fourth quarter. But yeah. they just ran out of gas, I guess, and – Bucks did the Bucks. Bucks were the Bucks when they won. Uh, shout out uh, Gaskin, though. Shout out Dave. Big fucking game for him. I know Dave's been waiting for that all year, and he got it. Yeah, I was actually that was about to be my only take. Was shout out Gaskin. Yeah. He's really showing off his third round potential. Yeah. Gas, what I smoke. We should have said something about for who's out who's due about Dave's tight ends. Yeah. Loves the tight ends. Well, I think yeah, Gaskin. I saw you guys shitting on him. Gaskin in the first four weeks probably put a combined point, combined combination of fucking fifteen points together, and he almost doubles yeah. the first week. Yeah. No, Joe, you should have been this Sunday that we were just ripping Dave the whole time about tight ends. Why? Because you can never playing. find a good one. Yeah, he, he can't pick one up off the waivers. Like he missed Dawson Knox. He wanted him so bad, and then Tom got him and he went off. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny. You had to be there, Joe. Yeah, I had to be there. <laughs> uh, next game, though, Patriots-Texans. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Patriots squeak one out against the Texans. Davis Mills showed that he had a pulse in that gigantic fucking neck he has, but it wasn't enough. Uh, Mac Jones, again, he isn't lighting up any fucking stat sheets, but he's keeping these Patriots in games, so I got to give it to him. I don't think Mac Jones throws a ball like over 15 yards all year. I don't think he has, honestly. System just, quarterback. Yeah, he just dumps it, does his thing, and that's about it. Davis Mills, though, I mean, Mills Mafia is still there. Still hope for it. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't even think you blame the quarterback because when, when Tom Brady played for the Patriots, he threw for maybe one ball over 15 yards a game. Yeah, that's fair. But it helped when he had fucking Gronk or Randy Moss on the field. So it's probably just a system um, team run by Bill Belichick. That's a fair point. But, yeah, the Patriots didn't deserve to win this game. They did. Um, congrats to beat the Texans. 
Yeah, I mean, back to that Tom Brady take, though. I mean, at any point, the Patriots needed to score. They just threw it. Somehow, either Edelman or Gronk would be open in the middle of the field. Only exclusively in the middle of the field. And they just find them and win the fucking game. But, uh, yeah, we'll move on to Saints versus football team. I have no idea what to think about both of these teams. It's like getting out of hand. Uh, the Saints got marching. Uh, they fucking... They beat football team nation's capital. Jameis dialed up two bombs for touchdowns, and then Kamara essentially took care of the rest. Heineke threw a pick that gave the Saints a safe field position, which translated into points. And uh, if you consider 21 points off those four, I mean, those three, like, possessions I just said, uh, this game could have been totally in a different side, like, swinging to Washington. But uh, that's just how the ball bounced on Saturday. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know what to think about either of these teams. Like, I thought the Saints were really bad. They beat these guys, but I don't think the football team's really that good, really. They just both got my mind all twisted. I don't really know what to think. Jameis Winston is fucking killing it. <laughs> like, this game he did, I guess. He's not throwing picks like he used to, which is good. Good sign for him. He only threw one. Uh, yeah, but that's all I got. Well, he had the most Jameis Winston styling of all time. Yeah. Uh, actually, according to this year, uh, 15 pass completions and four of them were touchdowns. But, no, Machine. I mean, this was just a battle of two really bad teams. It's just that they played each other, so both of them looked all right. But, yeah, I don't believe in the Saints at all. don't believe in the football team at all. Um, if the Saints and Falcons play, it's going to be a close game. Like, that's that's how bad I think the Saints are. But, I mean, their defense is, like, kind of some dogs, so you can't disrespect that. Kamara's a dog. That's about it. They got going for him. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Eagles and Panthers, uh, they're just weird fucking football teams right now. Jalen Hurts put the team on his back and won this game late. Uh, Darnold with two minutes left in the fourth throws a pick the end of the game. But. The highlight of this game was the Eagles fan that got arrested in the bathroom. He was getting a BJ. Uh, him and his wife or whatever got arrested. That's pretty fucking funny. But, uh, yeah, pretty electric in the Eagles bathroom after, <laughs> after that one. But, yeah, oh, the fans in the bathroom when they were getting arrested, they are doing that fly, Eagles fly, like E-A-G-L-E-S thing. That's just so <laughs> badass. Just a little victory celebration. Nothing wrong with it. Um <laughs> I I think – I don't think Darnold is – I think we've all kind of said he's actually a good quarterback and it was just the Jets that ruined him. I don't think he's good anymore I'm to the point where I don't think he's a good quarterback. I That narrative's over with the Jets ruining him. I think he just kind of ruined himself. He's not that good. He hasn't really played great this year. He's kind of been leaning on the defense and his other playmakers to make the plays, and it's been working to a – certain point but once they start he's gonna start getting exposed once he plays these better teams yeah well I don't think the Eagles really won this game it's just that Sam Darnold lost the game for him yeah that's fair um but yeah obviously it sucks without McCaffrey there for him though because I mean you don't have eight or nine receptions out of the backfield every game but I mean he's got I mean you got DJ Moore riding like you have weapons to throw to but yeah it's a Interesting team. I think they're better. Obviously, they're better once McCaffrey comes back. Um, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs or anything, but they're an all right team. I don't, I'm don't. i not losing faith in them after this game. 
Yeah, that's kind of the, my bad. just more like Darnold that I just don't believe in. I, I like Jack's take about the McCaffrey thing, though. I mean, if you have a weapon like McCaffrey, just dump it off. That probably helps a lot. Uh, I think Darnold, like, in some games, he's going to ball out. In other games, he's going to look like Sam Darnold. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Carolina must have forgot to bring their drum today because, I mean, how can a team win with that fucking drum pounding in your ear? But, uh, yeah, we'll move on to the next game. The Titans take care of the Jaguars. Other than Tannehill, like, not looking good this year, I just have one question. Uh, what's the difference between a Jaguar, a Cheetah, and a Leopard? Like, I, I don't know. It's like fucking me um, up. I've been thinking about it for a while. I think I, – I don't know. Cheetah's one's a, a football, One's a football team. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Oh, um, Jags suck. I got, is that all we really need? Um, yeah, that's really all. Jags are fucking terrible. Yeah, I agree. Um, Urban Meyer, hot seat. Starting to get a little cooler, though, with the John Gruden news. But, yeah, no, he, yeah, he's celebrating. Like, real good. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's just he's... trying to have a good time, you know. He's trying to bust it down, a little bump and fuzz. But, uh, yeah, the Jaguars suck. Um, Robinson, James Robinson actually has been playing really well, though. So, I'll get in that. King Henry with another 29 carries. Yeah, I'd yeah, give I fuck mean, they probably on the back of him, so. I'd give Owen Hunegarth 29 carries if I played the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tannehill's your quarterback. You kind of got to. I don't think he's fucking good at all anymore. sucks. Yeah, he does suck. So, uh, the Bears, they maul the Raiders. Uh, I don't know if John, Gr- John Gruden being a racist, homophobic, and misogynistic person is the reason why the Raiders lost this game, but they did. They should put that fucking jumbotron that they have outside of the stadium. It's going to cost, I mean, cause about a billion car crashes. But uh, Carr had a chance to win late and overthrew Edwards on fourth down. That could have potentially been a touchdown. Uh, he had, like, nothing but daylight. Uh, they still would have, had, would have had a goal for two to tie. Uh, I give it to the Bears for holding the Raiders to nine points. Bears, they're they're fine. They're winning these games. Their defense is playing so good with Fields. Fields isn't playing like a superstar or anything, but he's winning games. He's two and one. He got the best record of all the rookies. Then he <laughs> went into a pretty solid, um, not like a great situation, but a, a good one, and. They're winning games, and you can't really do anything about that. If we run the ball this this much and this well, we can we can we'll be in a, every game with our defense. Yeah, this game they keep this of, up. This game was kind of a flashback, twenty eighteen. You know, the Bears just have random games where their twenty eight defense just reappears and gets reincarnated. Yeah. And this is one of the games they balled out. Um, obviously, Cleo Mack was fired up for this game, um, revenge game in a way, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, what? Herbert had 18 carries and Williams had like 16 carries. If you can run the ball 34 times and win by 11, you'll be sitting good. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask about that because, I mean, looking at your stat sheet, it looks fucking cool. But then you look at the score and you're like, oh, like they won 20 to fucking nine. But uh, yeah, we'll keep her moving. Browns versus Chargers. Everyone's going to talk about the penalties in this game. Uh, so, fuck, where am I at here? 
But, okay, so if you're the Browns' defense, you can't let the Chargers convert on fourth down fucking nine times. Uh, it's absolutely insane how the Brandon Staley, I think he thinks that there's five because he goes up for it on fourth, like, every time, and, like, nobody can stop it. Uh, and, by the way, Rashawn Slater is a fucking monster. We loved him in the draft. Uh, he gave up a sack to Miles Garrett, but it was literally because Eckler tried to help him out. He, like, gave him a fucking crab block, whatever you call it. And Slater went up to him and, like, hey, fuck off. And then just didn't give up a sack. That's the game. Uh, yeah, love that guy. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take, like, Brent, like you said, Staley is the ballsiest coach in the league, like, in the league right now. He just decides to just go for it every time. He's like, fuck, that shows how much trust he has in Herbert, too, and his receivers to get the job done. Like, I know I got to play. They'll figure, they'll, they'll definitely going to get this. They're good enough players. Herbert's unbelievable. He's playing out of his mind these last couple of games. Even the first couple weeks where he didn't play great, he just didn't score touchdowns. That was his, that was his thing. But he is playing out of his mind. He's another guy that's in that conversation for MVP. The way he's playing, their offense is incredible, incredible. Especially when they convert every fourth down they go for. And Brandon Staley, I love him as a coach. I love Herbert. He's rolling. I I like this team a lot. Yeah, the Chargers' offense starting to look like how it was supposed to look like the end of the year when you like look at their offense on paper because they're loaded. Like their O line's good. Um, receiving core is a bunch of studs, especially with Mike Williams, you know, uh, like actually playing good and not being injured. Uh, shout out Bino on that one. But then, like, obviously Eckler's a stud too. I mean, this was actually a good-ass game. It was literally just back and forth, back and forth. And then I think Beast lied bet him when they were, like, down pretty – like, down 14 or something. So, good bet for Beast there. You but, got a uh, plus 100, I think. Oh, well, that's not – a great bet then but uh yeah this game was actually really fun to watch i mean i feel like the browns are at least aren't are in at least one like big ass shootout a game or a year and this is definitely that one yeah uh moving on to the next game the g man they lose to the cowboys daniel jones got deontay wilder on the goal line uh he had no fucking clue where he was at uh, Trayvon Diggs records another pick and almost had two on, like, an insane catch on the sideline. Uh, Kadarius Tony is back. We had him on who's due, and he definitely was due. But uh, I'm not sure his brain is back. Uh, if you look at his picture, it looks like he knows some people that you don't want to fucking know. And uh, he ended up punching a player in garbage time, but uh, I think he'll be all right. Yeah, that was a uh... Sneaky start for me. Shout out Jacob Saller. Play, played against him, but he told me to start him over Tim Patrick, I think. And he killed it. Um, my boy Zeke did good, too. This is like – I have so many guys that, in this game that were on fantasy team. I had CD, too. Uh, but this Cowboys team is really fucking good. As much as I hate to admit that, they could – they're 4-1. They could easily be 5-0. and Like, they were in that ga- the game against the Bucks week one. You can't stop their offense because they have – they run the ball – you stop the run, they're just going to throw it to all their weapons. You have Dak as your quarterback. Like, these guys are a Super Bowl contender, whether you like it or not. Everyone hates the Cowboys, unless you are a fan of them. But they are a Super Bowl contender, and they are a fucking good team. Yeah, I agree. Um, their offense is fucking, like, badass. Like, I mean, it's tough to find a way to try and stop them, especially if Dak's playing this level. Uh, their whole line's, like, back. Um, 
they were bad the past couple of years, but they were like hurt all the past couple of years. So if they stay healthy, they'll be really good. I guess the only other takeaway I have is uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones when he tried walking off the field when he like when his head hit the ground. Um, if no one saw me walk out of the bar of El Rays at one thirty in the morning, uh, just look at Daniel Jones, and you know you'll have about the same the same picture there. The only thing is, I just didn't get the treatment that Daniel Jones did. Like when he got hurt, I was like, I was like "Where's my three trainers?" Yeah. Like, oh. Where's your cart to bring you back home, right? Yeah, like I mean, that'd been <laughs> hard to drive me home. Shout out that guy we saw get a note up though. That was pretty cool. Yeah, some dude on at Iowa City was like he did. I mean, got pulled over, and cops walking up to his car. He just slams a water. Cop shines his, shines his light in the car, and he's just slamming the water. I'm like, well, he's fucked. They make him step out of the car. He's wobbling out of the car. Absolute nails in the sobriety test. Heel the toe, heel the toe. He was nails. And we were all cheering for him across the road. Like We had a group of like 20 going nuts for him. Uh, they ended up booking him, uh, sending him to the pen. But, uh, I mean, shout out that guy. Um, American hero. He – when they pull, cop pulls him over. He goes, he goes to pull over on the curb, and he just jacks his car right up on the curb. He's like, oh, <laughs> pulls it back onto the road. He's fucked. There was a cop that was like at the gas station with us too, just like watching it happen. He goes the whole time. He's like, he's fucked. Like, no, we're all cheering for him. The cops like, he's fucked. Like, yeah, probably. Uh, we do not condone drinking, driving. <laughs> yeah, two birds, one clone. But uh, one last stat I want to bring up. Trayvon Diggs has allowed a worse – I mean, holy fuck, Joe. All right, he's offered a worse QBR rating than if you were to go out there and spike the ball in the ground every single play. Like that – I mean, he's I don't really like it. QBR. I think it's full of shit, but, like, that's fucking insane stat. But uh, we'll keep her moving. Um, the Niners lose another close one to the cards. The Niners – tried going for it on fourth down four times and converted once like you're just due to lose there and uh they're lucky they just didn't get shit stomped um trey lance has an absolute cannon and it kind of like backfired on him but like he ran the whole game anyway he's got a sprained knee now but uh i guess what i'm going to take out of this game i'm just surprised about how the cards even with three fourth down turnover on downs they couldn't just light up the scoreboard at home but uh yeah you guys take it from there yeah, they keep playing a lot of their competition. Like, they're not going to pull away. They, they should be beating these teams by a lot, and they're just not kind of scary. But then they pound, like, the Rams. It's, like, it's weird. There's, like, a weird team. They're undefeated. They're playing good. But Niners, they hung in there. Give them credit. But, yeah, the Cardinals, they're finding, way to win, finding ways to win every game. It's got to give them credit for that, being undefeated. Yeah, it was kind of a boring game. Um I mean, obviously, with Trey Lance at quarterback, the Niners, uh, making his, like, first career start, uh, they were kind of at a disadvantage. But Cardinals' defense showed they're legit. Um, pitched a shutout in the first half of this game. But, yeah, it was – I agree. Um, Cardinals should have won by, like, 14-plus. I mean, Kyler didn't throw a touchdown until, like, three minutes to go in the game, which kind of sucked for fantasy. But besides that, it wasn't, like, a terrible game for him. He didn't run either, which is kind of weird. The next game we have Bills versus Chiefs, Carey's game. Uh, Bills stampeded over the Chiefs in Arrowhead. The Chiefs just need to fix their turnover issues. 
Uh, their defense can't stop running those either, but, like, turnovers what's killing them right now. The Bills came out by making, like, designed runs for Josh Allen that, like, completely fucked up any game plan the Chiefs defense had. Um, but, yeah, like, wasn't there, like, a delay and shit? I don't know. I watched the first half and then quit watching. But, uh, yeah, I mean, to give it to the Bills, they're probably, like, the hottest team in football right now. I know they haven't really played, like, any, like, real competition, like, in their blowouts they've been having. But, like like I said, they're blowing out teams right now, and they look really fucking good. Yeah, and it's, like, the exact opposite for the Chiefs. They're looking terrible right now. Mahomes, we said it earlier, he's got to he's got to take care of the ball. Like, he's got to stop trying to make all these plays and take care of it. But I, I know one – I think the one interception was Tyreek Kill didn't catch it. He it just hit off his hands. And the other one's a lineman, jumped up. But still, it's like he's got to – be careful a little more and chill a little bit and just make plays and win games at this point. But I know he'll, he'll figure it out. He kind of came out and said it himself. He's got to be better, and which is good to see. Yeah, Josh Allen getting as many carries as the running back that led in, the, in carries is so crazy to see that happen because he. I know he's a good running quarterback, but he's not like a design run like you said. But, yeah, the Bills are playing unbelievable right now. Very tough to beat. Yeah, I mean, if the Chiefs don't figure out their defense, they don't have a shot at winning the Super Bowl. Um, They look bad right now. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Patrick Mahomes looked like he played probably the worst game of his career. The amount of, like, missed throws he made, too, which is terrible. Um, Through, what, one or two interceptions? I can't remember. But uh, he he hasn't looked great this year, but, I mean, it's Mahomes. He'll figure it out. Um, I think kind of the key that teams are trying to pick up on, like, you double – you double Hill and you double Kelsey, like, you're going to – like, Chiefs have, like, trouble, like, scoring the ball because, like, they don't know who to go to then. Because, I mean, Michael Hardman, like, he's just a fast guy. And, like, they have other just, like, average receivers. But it'll be interesting to see how the Chiefs, like, if they can figure it out or not because they'll need to soon. Well, their addition of Josh Gordon, I think, should be huge because Sammy Watkins, like, a bunch of people on, uh like, sports shorts talking about this. Like, Sammy Watkins – uh, his, like, usage actually, like, went, like, really unnoticed. Like, there was, like, a lot of times where Watkins would bail them out when, like, either Hill or Kelsey wasn't rolling, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if Josh Gordon can return to, like, you know, Josh Gordon form, that can be absolutely massive for this team. Next, uh, next game, though, the Thursday night game, the Rams, like, they took care of the Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson gets hurt. And he'll be out for a while. But uh, Geno Smith, he looked pretty good. Um, take that as you will. Uh, the Rams threw some more bombs and wiped their hands with the Seahawks defense. Uh, this Seahawks defense is fucking miserable. I'm surprised the Rams didn't put up 40. Yeah, I don't really remember this game too much. Um, it was Thursday. We were in Cedar Falls. Kind of got a little crazy there. But, yeah, I mean, Rams won as they should. Russ goes out. You don't really have a shot to win. You think you thought you did though, and Gino drove down the field on that. But no, I mean they didn't really have a shot after Russ went down, and Rams took care of business and covered, which is huge. You had money on them. Yeah, um, kind of like I mean twenty six seventeen's like not a bad score, but kind of like a crappy game. Uh, basically just the first half. Second half was actually like a lot of points, touchdowns being scored, but besides that, not much really to say about this game. Um, Robert Woods. Uh, was revived from the dead because he hasn't done shit this year, but he had a, quite the game, 12 catches for 150. So um, kudos to him. 
So to recap what uh, the sport, the betting lines were from last Saturday's episode, I went nine and five, winning my farm game. Luke went six and eight, losing his farm game. And then Jack, unfortunately, was not with us, so we do not have picks for him. Uh, I'm thinking we just put you in at seven and eight. I mean, it's not quite 500, but like when you have 15 games, can't really go. I mean, if you all agree to that, but yeah, it's fun. But yeah, uh, that brings my season total 39, 35 and one Luke 35, 40 and one. And then Jack 35 and 41. So then uh, since we're going to be posting this on set or no, our second episode on Saturday where we have all of our lines, we're just going to throw in our Thursday night game. Um, The Buccaneers play the Eagles uh, at Philadelphia. The Eagles are favored by seven. I mean, no, they're dogs by seven. Jesus Christ. And the over-under is 52 and a half. Uh, I, I think this has got to be a trap or something, but I'm taking Bucks minus seven. Um, Tom Brady has a special place in hell for Eagles fans, and I think he's just going to fucking light them up. Uh, I actually like the Eagles cover plus seven because um, they don't – you can't run the ball against the Bucks, and the Eagles hate running the ball. You see they can put up points by passing they have every week. By passing and it out, and the Bucks secondary is terrible. You can't run the ball on these guys. Eagles don't like running the ball as it is. I think they cover seven. I think it's, I think they do pretty well and cover for sure. Yeah, uh, well, Tom Brady is questionable to play this game. I think he might play, but right now, I think it is actually up in the air. Like him, Godwin, and Gronk are all kind of on the fence right now. So I'm kind of scared to take um, like point spread. So I think I'm just gonna go. Oh, even the over-under is tough. Um, I think I'm going to take the under for this game. It's a pretty high over, but, uh, I mean, I could easily see, like, Buccaneers winning big, but it'd still be, like, a low-scoring game. Because Eagles have games where they'll go off on offense, and then they'll look terrible. And I think against Bucks defense, they won't do much on offense at all. Yeah, I mean, if Tom Brady plays this game, then mark it down as, like, what I said. But if he doesn't, then... I got some fucking shit out of luck, but uh, I'll keep my pick. Um, yeah, so that wraps up our first episode of the week. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys got anything else? No. All right, uh, tune in to Saturday. We have all of our college and NFL picks. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. This kid is a gamer. He's a